Hello everyone, I'm Al Grego, and this is the Yes We Are Open podcast. It's my last day in Saskatoon, and I've got one last stop. I've had a great time in Saskatchewan getting to know the area and the people. Everyone's been so friendly and welcoming to this stranger from Ontario, and today's no different. Just off Highway 11 going south into Saskatoon is PBR Auctions, one of Canada's leading auction houses and the province's largest privately owned auction house. Hi, I'm looking for Bob. Uh, he's out working on the vehicle. Working on the vehicle? Yeah. Okay, thanks. I'm getting a tour of the 10-acre compound by Bob Roy, the owner. This long hallway here, it's an impressive facility, built around a 22,000 square foot building with two auction rings, multiple stores, and a full-service restaurant. You can buy anything at PBR Auctions, from farm equipment to cars, clothing, or even local produce. Bob himself admits he doesn't know what he could be getting in to sell on any given day. When I arrived today, for example, Bob was inspecting a semi-tractor trailer truck that had just been brought in. Listening to Bob speak during the tour, I made acutely aware of the way things were before, which of course is in reference to the pandemic. And these are retractable These bleachers all came down, we could seat comfortably over 300 people, and it was, they were always full and people standing around, and cars would come in and the auctioneer would sell them and then we'd drive them out. I've been to a few auctions in Ontario and they could be a lot of fun. There's an energy about them that comes from having a bunch of people in one place vying for the best deal they can get without losing it to someone else. Consequently, that, that went by the wayside with COVID. When you have a, when you have a, a facility this large, mm-hmm. 10,000 square feet of retail space plus another 10,000 square feet of warehouse space, and you're only allowed to have 15 people, yeah. that doesn't work anymore. And Matt's not there. Yeah. During my tour, I wondered how Bob was handling not being able to have those crowds anymore, at least not yet anyway. So I sat down to talk to Bob about his business and how he's coping. Well, PBR actually stood for the first three names of the partnership. There was uh, Pillipo, Blacklock, and Roy. Now there was only Roy left. But it's we just kept the name because it was quite prominent in the marketplace. So. so what year did you start? 1992, April 12th, I believe it was. I had a background in marketing and my last stint was I was operating a used car lot and I felt that there was room for a good auto auction. So we partnered up with, uh, with Blacklock family who owns Saskatoon Auction Mart. And we uh, started PBR and actually basically just started in back behind the barn, if people remember that. We, uh, we got a bulldozer in, bulldozed a manure pile over and put up a page wire fence and got a mobile office and that was PBR Auctions. Talk about the early years. How, uh, you know, how did it go? Like, what was it? Well, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the first year we're in business, we lost $13,000. And the second year, we made half a million. So, <laughs> <Not a bad laughs> turnaround. the turnaround was good. And it's had its ups and downs, you know. 
The biggest thing with live auctions is uh, you have to have good product and you have to have a facility that handles the crowd. In the year 1995, I built that building across the way that we now use, uh, we lease it out to the truckers. And then in two, in 98, there was a disastrous fire in the, the fall of 98 that burnt Saskatoon Auction Mart down. So at that point in time, John and his brother Bob split up and me and John took over this place and we redesigned it the way it is now and rebuilt it. And uh, it's been like this since year 2000. So it's been 21 years that we've been operating out of this facility. And it was designed for what we had in mind was a liquidation center plus a good automotive industrial auction as well. Over the years, we've had some very lucrative contracts. We've had uh, federal government, uh, provincial government, uh, big stores like uh, Federated Co-op, Costco, trucking companies, all kinds of trucking companies, freight damage stuff and so on. And it's been good. Like, you know, it's, it's an interesting business because you never know what's coming through the door. You know, it's, it keeps you, keeps you motivated. Quite the mix of product you have down there. That's what I kind of liked about the business because, uh, uh, James always accuses me of being ADHD. So I said, well, I hear there's a lot of products. I never, I, I, it keeps me interested. <laughs> James is your son? James is my son, yeah. He operates the business from Kelowna, BC, because he's got one of these things. Gotcha. It's called a smartphone, and he does everything he, right. <laughs> everything he wants on his smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> The premise of our business was uh, attracting large crowds uh, for our auctions, for our consignment auctions, because uh, that, that's what fueled the uh, the consignments. If you got a good crowd, you got lots of people, people are more likely to consign product with you because they know you can move it and get a good price for it. So that was the strength of the auction. Now our liquidation end of it was basically the premise of that whole business was uh, high volume, low margin. And we used to get like crowd. We ha we've had situations where we've had people lined up to the road, 71st Street. Wow. That was kind of nice, and uh, and uh, and people appreciated getting good product at a good price. Nothing attracts people like 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 a deal. Yeah, exactly. The uh, liquidation came in after the fire. We were sitting around trying to imagine what we would do with the rest of the property because we had too much property for just the auto auction. So I felt that a liquidation store was probably a good way to go because there was uh, there was a lot of product in the marketplace that uh, needed a home or and needed a place to be sold out of. And so consequently, we started we started with that. And, uh, and then about that time, that's when online buying capabilities became prevalent. And there was like big companies like eBay and stuff that started up. It didn't affect us too much directly, but it was it was a forecast of things to come. Right. You know, like, like we weren't going to be uh, totally left untouched by all this all sure. this new new technology that's coming forth. You know, so. In uh, 2015, James and his partner bought John out and bought into Rob Roy Trading, which is the parent company of PBR. And uh, presently, my family and James's partner's family are the owners of PBR Auctions. So 
if my maths is correct, you're, this is your 30th year? Pretty close, yeah. Happy anniversary. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, just talk maybe a little bit about, you know, well, you're running a business, so your family's obviously involved. I mean, you mentioned James. Uh, yeah. What was that like uh, to have like, family and James is a very hard boss, but he's pretty smart. <laughs> so I tend to listen to him a little bit, like quite a bit, actually. He's motivated by profit and, and efficiency, and the two go well together. Once we got sorted out who's who, <laughs> it works out pretty good. You know, he, he knows what has to be done, and... And being he's of the new new breed, you know, with the online and all that, it, it's what we needed, really. Served you well. Yeah. The idea is that eventually he will take over entirely. I'm 72 years old this year, so uh, I don't think I'll be around for another 50 years or not. But uh, he doesn't seem to want to get rid of me real quick, so I guess I'm around for another couple of years. So. He's probably enjoying it as usual. Yeah, yeah. We well, we we talk every day, like we, every morning, every night. We have a conversation. What's going on? And uh, and he has his finger on everything. He he's got his computer. He knows what the sales are. He knows what's coming in. He knows what's going out. He knows what we're doing. So, so you know, in the, in the day that uh, you have to be on site to be, to be able to control things, that's pretty well done now with the with the internet and everything else. You know, you can and you can communicate anytime you want with your cell phones. As far as a, as a small family-owned business, we had the best auction house in Saskatchewan, mm -hmm. possibly Western Canada. We had two rings. We had the car ring and the liquidation ring. They worked simultaneously. They, were, they worked well. We had lots of good people in place. Um, and my wife and I ran the business, and, and James bought in, and he, he uh, put in his input, which has been good. And luckily, he was around when that pandemic hit because I wouldn't uh, – I wouldn't have been able to handle that. That's where we are now. Now we uh, are learning how to do business all over again with COVID. <laughs> yeah, you're constantly adapting. That's amazing. Up next, PBR auctions have enjoyed almost 30 years of stability and growth. But what happens when the pandemic shut down all live auctions? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Yes, We Are Open. Bob and Vicky Roy have built up PBR Auctions into Saskatchewan's largest auction house. And now, with their son James and his partner as the heir's apparent, they seem primed for another 30 years of prosperity. But then, the pandemic hit. And now both their auction rinks are empty. So where do they go from here? The business is always evolving. There's good times and hard times even without the pandemic. Right. The auction business is based on consignments. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have a lot of consignments and sometimes you don't. And sometimes you have real good contracts and sometimes you don't. You know, you, you take that with the good and the bad. So anyways, when this uh, COVID thing came out, first thing we do, we get slapped with a 15 people maximum in the building at one time. And they would come and check up on us. Like we had uh, SAS Health here on several occasions, counting bodies and making sure we you know, doing this and doing that. Consequently, we, we had to switch to the online presence and put it in high gear as quick as we could because we had 
a lot of product to move and we had, you know, we had a, a business to look after. Uh, we had to change a lot of the things that we were doing. Uh, we had to cut back on hum- on the volume of product we brought in because we couldn't move it as quick because our, our whole basis for being was being uh, turned upside down. So consequently, we uh, we changed a lot of things we were doing. We we concentrated more on the on the consignments, uh, less on the liquidation. We cut back on staff. We had staff of about uh, 63 people at one time was the high high end, and now we're less than 20. So we no we we cut back on staff quite a bit. But anyways, uh, fortunately for us, uh, for the previous year to the pandemic, my son James had been working on establishing our online presence and upgrading our online sale presence and so on and so forth. So consequently, when we were forced to go strictly online, we had the uh, the vehicle to do it with. So we, it was just a matter of uh, flipping the switch. And a lot of people were okay with that. Personally, I wasn't because I'm old school. I like crowds, I like auctions, I like noise, I like activity. And then it's kind of anemic when you're sitting there in a boot and selling stuff to a, to a microphone. You know? It's not as exciting. Not as exciting, no. How soon after things got locked down were you guys able to pivot? Was it right away or did it take a month? Did it take weeks? It took three days. Three days? Yeah. From going live to online. So James already had a lot set up. Yeah, he had. it was just a matter of flicking the switch and getting people oriented to what we're doing. Coming up after the break, did the switch to online work? Stay tuned to find out. This podcast is sponsored by Moneris. As a business owner, change comes at you fast. That's why Moneris is right by your side as you innovate and adapt so you can get paid. With solutions for businesses of all shapes and sizes, we're proud to help Canadians like you achieve their goals. From online, in-store, curbside, and pickup solutions, Moneris is there to help your business succeed every step of the way. To talk to one of our business advisors, call one 866 or visit Moneris.com. Welcome back to Yes, We Are Open. Before the pandemic, PBR auctions relied on attracting large crowds to their two auction rinks and their liquidation outlet for their success. But when the pandemic hit, large crowds were out of the question. So Bob and Vicky Roy turned to their son James and his partner for help to save the business. Their solution? To move everything online and make some difficult decisions and cuts wherever they could to increase efficiency. So did the plan work? Let's find out. Actually, our business has survived quite well, considering what all has happened. The measures you took worked. Yeah, the measures we took worked, and we had to act fast, and you had to pivot. And I got to give James a lot of credit for that, because he's a, he's a pivoter. Being I'm a dinosaur, I would say I'd be the first guy to argue, why well, this is not going to work, and then surprisingly, it worked quite well. Wow, 
you know, like I, I was actually amazed that I, I predicted that we were going to be in business for the remainder of 2020 and then we we're going to shut down. That's what, that's what I felt when all that hit. But then the online took off, and uh, it's been it's been good. So surprising to me, it was better than I expected. Let's say tomorrow you woke up and there's no more COVID. Now, would we go back to live auctions? Would we do less online? That that is a question I can't even answer right now because. Uh, the way things have been in the last nine months, let's say, has been favorable for us. But has it been? I mean, I noticed the for lease sign. I'm, I'm part of. Yeah, we cut. Time. We we had to cut back on our. Um, that's part of your trim down. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So I mean, you say you don't know whether you go back, but I mean, yeah, the measures you took were, were necessity because of the pandemic. But once the pandemic is over, you I don't know if the necessity will. Will continue, or if, or if they reverting back to how we did things before. I know we wouldn't go completely back the way. Right, it'd be a hybrid. Probably. Yeah, it'd be a hybrid. Yeah. The guys my age, when are you going to open up and have an online, a live auction? And the young guys, they don't want to come to a live auction. They want to stay on their computer, on their iPhone, and buy what they want. You know? so, so there's definitely a mix there. So how it's all going to turn out, it's hard to say. You know, like it's, uh, I know it's never going to be the same. I can tell you that much. My crystal ball tells me that for the foreseeable future, pandemic or not, we will maintain an online presence as opposed to a live auction presence. And if you talk to some of the big guys in the business, uh, they're basically doing the same thing. That's the story of PBR Auctions. It's no secret that the pandemic has been a major disruptor for businesses all around the globe. PBR Auctions is a prime example. Thankfully for Bob and Vicky, their son James was around to help usher them into a new online era. I'm not going to lie to you, I had a bit of a preconceived notion about this story. When I first met Bob, I was expecting to hear a story of a successful long-standing business that was forced to find a new way to do business out of necessity, which is what I got. What I didn't expect was to hear Bob tell me that even after the pandemic was over, he didn't think they needed to go back to live in-person auctions. Of course, he misses the energy and the excitement. I mean, who wouldn't? And one day, they may bring that back, but it won't be because they need to. It'll be because they'd love to. And that's a great position to be in for the future. And that future looks very bright for PBR auctions. Yes, We Are Open is a Moneris podcast production. I'd like to thank Bob and company for taking the time to tell me their story. If you'd like to learn more about PBR Auctions, visit their website, pbrauctions.com. You can also find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information about this podcast, visit our site, yesweareopenpodcast.com. If you'd like to support us, rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
you're a Canadian small business owner or know of one with an interesting story of perseverance to tell, I'd love to help tell it. You can contact me at podcast at Moneris.com. Tune in next week for another story of small business struggle and survival on the Yes, We Are Open podcast. I'm Al Grego. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.